Oh, you scared to death, Negroes. <laughs> oh, you scared to death. <laughs> Enemy. You shut up <laughs> to come deal with this. We finna get sued. <laughs> we gonna get fucking sued, boy. It's already recording, so. Word up. What up, what up, what up? You know what I mean? You hear me now? Testing. Testing, testing. Sim it up. Testing. Is that it? Is that it? I feel like this shit in the way. In the view of the camera, maybe. I can't see. Uh, that water bottle that's to your left right there. And then just the stand right there. Oh. Yeah. You can see that. Fuck none. <laughs> see how the magic is made? You know what I mean? Woo! Yeah, man. I'm happy to be. How you feeling? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. Ready for July. Ready for to celebrate on the fourth. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the fourth of July is coming soon. That's good. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep my energy up. I'm trying to keep my fucking energy up because I have these fucking these moments where I got nothing. <laughs> I got fucking nothing. So I'm just trying to. I think that's everybody right now, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think right? everybody's just like drained. Uh-huh. Yeah, like you just you you have to fucking push to fucking get any bit of energy out. Like I've been trying to like get energy out while still like fucking um like entertaining myself a little mm-hmm. bit with like nonsense. Like I'm actually like trying to watch movies that I know are bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know movies that, you, that came out that had bad reviews, but you're like. I'm gonna fucking give it a shot. Like I watched Gemini Man. Yeah, I was just that's the movie I was thinking about too. Oh yeah, did like, y'all see it? I I, nah, I, 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 I did see it. And then what fucked me up is I uh, ended up seeing spoiler alert for everybody, the yes. latest Bad Boys movie, which right. is a rip off. Right, of yeah. right. <laughs> like no when bullshit. I see Bad Boys, I was like, what? I was like, this better not be going where I think it's going. Yeah, yeah, it better not be because dead ass, yo, the same, yo, the same exact thing. But I saw Bad Boys in yeah. theaters. Uh, and yeah. I hadn't seen Gemini Man. Yeah, yeah. So when I saw it, when I saw it, I was like, yo, when I I, I put it together fairly quickly mm. um as watching watching Bad Boys 3. And I was like, yeah, the exact same thing. Like, yeah. yo, I really hope this isn't going the direction <laughs> that I think it is. And of course it is, because it it's just typical it, Hollywood shit. Hollywood like, shit, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, nobody saw Gemini Man, so let's turn Gemini Man into another bad boys film. Yeah, but, but we're, huh? we're gonna get this money back regardless. Didn't what came but what came first? Bad Boys Gemini or? Man came before Bad Boys. But it was like, but it was very soon. It's not like they within they a really, month or two. Yeah, it was like legit. Gemini Man was in December mm-hmm. and or November, and fucking Bad Boys Two was January, yeah. February. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like the only person that really understood, like, dog, this is a lot of overlap. Is, is Will Smith? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah. but it's like, um, you like, I don't know, because you saw Gemini Man, so mm-hmm. it's like, so I'm like. I'm left with mad questions when it comes to like when you when you're like a you're a star like Will Smith. It's like dog like when they when the final cut comes in and they're like, "Aye, right, this is it." Mm-hmm. Like or not even Will Smith. It's like I was left with the question like, "Yo, at what point? Like at what stop 
do people start to consider like, oh shit, this is bad, and, or 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 we fucked up, like, or we need to like, but it's like you can't reshoots as man money. And you, shit. you mean like we we fucked up from a point of like. Uh, Final product wise, like oh, this plot, the final plot or, of this movie yeah, was also done right because you see, because you see, like the, well, I think, the, well, the I stuff think has that, to come from story. Like there's so many levels, and it's like the before you film, you make a storyboard. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like uh, I, I, what do I you think notice is, in the storyboard that it's like, dog, we got to make this better. I like, think that's the problem. I think they don't notice that they don't see a problem with it. Yeah. I think I think someone brought it up like, hey, this has a lot of similar undertones to another Will Smith movie that just came out. But I don't even think are it's just that. Sure, are you guys sure you guys want to, you know, continue on with this or things with the plot? They're like, yeah. Yeah. No, it's still still eat it. Right, because even even if what, that wasn't the bad, even if there wasn't the bad boys comparison, which is which is very much a uh 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 a genuine and great critique, mm-hmm. the most obvious. But it's like gen, like genuinely, just just looking at at Gemini Man as a whole. I'm sorry, we're going to do like a breakdown on Gemini Man <laughs> that came out. But no, like you put that shit in my face, you put it for free, so I'm gonna watch it. And you know the world's in a pandemic, so now we're about to tear your movie apart. Like <laughs> even outside of that shit, it's like it's like just as the story by itself, it's like you you make the storyboard, you know, by storyboard, it's like you have the script, but then you have the storyboard where they do like, they'll do like illustrations of every scene and what that, and it's like, when y'all were looking at the board, you were like, yeah, this this works. This gives us enough. And like, even the set, yo, even the set, bro, like you, like I don't know how long ago you saw it. The fight, you know, so much movie was shot was was shot in the, on a green screen, mm-hmm. and I don't mean just like a like oh a close setting. Oh, they the did a green, the, straight landscapes, and you could tell this is a green screen. Mm-hmm. And then in the final, the my biggest critique about that movie is the final act, uh-huh. the final fucking act, right? Spoiler alert. This spoiler alert, but I promise you, it won't ruin the movie. <laughs> um, but fuck it, spoiler alert. They fucking they um the set it looked like the movie was because we know these are all filmed on a movie set, right? The movie, the final act looked like it was on a set. You know what I mean? It looked like it was like filmed because like in order for to make it not look like a set, you'll put like some pedestrians, people running out of buildings, some cars. There weren't even cars parked <laughs> on the side. There was no pedestrians. There was no yeah. one's running out of buildings. Yeah, there was, you're mentioning you know what I mean? Thinking back like, yeah. So it looked like a set that they were filming on. And I'm like, what was the budget on this film? Did they blow all the budget on the CGI for to make Will Smith look younger? Yeah. Like all of it? Tell that, the, uh, that and uh, whatchamacallit, the, the Mars Scorsese film. Uh, the Irishman? The Irishman. Two big budget films. That's that's budget got eaten. I know Alec. Alec CGI really feels tech. about. It. Tell yo, tell, tell us yo, yo, share your story. Tell yo, your Alec. Truth, yo. So <laughs> share your share your truth. <laughs> so when it comes to like mobster movies and whatnot, uh-huh. like I've seen like Heat and I've seen mm-hmm. Goodfellas, classic, classic, bangs, Godfather and shit Woo. like that. Mm-hmm. And for me, like. Because Scorsese had, like, the God cast. He had De Niro. He yes. had Pacino. Yes. He had... Um, um, Pesci. Pesci. He had everybody. Nigga had like, Ray Romano. He got Ray Romano on the show. And the pro- it's like, long story short, the movie was, like, just 20 years too late. Yes. And, and yes. like, have y'all seen it? Like, the whole thing? I haven't seen it. Okay. Well, I'm not going to spoil it, but, like... I lunged my way it. It's kind of, like, a part in the film where they try to portray De Niro as kind of, like, a younger guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it just like doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. Like 
the way that they like in the beginning of the film, he's like this young like trucker dude mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or whatever, and he ends up like meeting Pesci or whatever, and like mm-hmm. the way they kind of like made his character just it was just way past his time. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think. Yeah. And like the shit was like what damn near like three hours. Yeah, yeah man, that's man. what turned like, me off to it, man. It like. Was, and, and what you mean by and not even just be 30, 30, you said 30 years too late. Yeah. The format is 30 years too late. Yeah. Nobody yeah. has the attention span to watch a three hour movie, bro. Oh, yeah. I almost oh. died. What movie did I just watch? Mm. And I was like, fuck, this is long. <laughs> like, um, the, the Five Bloods. The new yeah, Spike Lee that's movie. That's why I haven't watched the five. Have y'all seen yet. it yet? Mm-mm. All right, no. By the way, yo, seven minutes in, eight minutes in, yo, what Brosson Bro Show. What welcome in. Episode eight. Um Thank yo. Um, well, I want to fucking get to that Five Bloods movie, but like, I'm sorry, you're gonna say something. You're gonna say something. <laughs> no, I was just yeah. saying that's the reason why I haven't buckled, hunkered down, and watched that movie. It's too long. Gotcha. Five Bloods. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, even The Irishman, I waited like two months before I sat down and, and labored through that movie. Yeah, like, dog, don't make me labor through man. movies, bro. Not in 2020. Mm. Like, give me a fucking because we because TV is so good right now. Yeah. And has yeah. been so good for so long mm-hmm. that like if you're gonna give me yo, give me 90 minutes of some great shit. If you yo, if you push it to like uh like um like 112, 120, that shit better be fucking spectacular. Oh, yeah. You better be giving me fucking Infinity War or some shit like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But even like uh, like with the Irishman and like it almost felt like like an artist falling in love with their own artistry too much. Mm, get him. And, it, and it's kind of like... Yeah. You hear that, Scorsese? Oh. <laughs> like, there has to be a point in time where somebody has to come in and kind of, like, take the reins of something. Yeah. And, like, yeah. really, like, make it you gotta, palatable. Right, because right? you got to, like... In that, you have to... Granted, and I know Scorsese has sons. You feel me? You have to, like, bring up the the new class and teach them the things and then tell these stories, but tell them through your lens. Tell them in your... But it's like... Like you said, old dog, you can't teach your old dog new tricks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, and then you, and then, and then Scorsese comes out hating on Marvel and shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, once he sees, exactly. his, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, that isn't filmmaking. Like, bro, you have more CGI in your, in your movie. Yeah. Movie like, than, fuck than is you talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? Come on, man. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> episode eight. Um, th- I, I want to first shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to everyone that's been listening so far. Everyone that's been leaving comments, DMing us on on all platforms and shit like that. That always um, appreciate it. Always appreciate it. Like, through. yeah, you know what I mean. Like, slide through. Yeah, I like it's it's like the response of of the response from people has been has been great. And like, I don't take that lightly. I don't take people's compliments people's we don't take people's compliments the shit they they shout out and and reposting it like mm-hmm. like when i put when i posted on the on on my my page jeremy's page or um the um the show page and everyone like reposting it on their stories and shit like that like i wish that people i wish that instagram would let you repost things like on your page but maybe that's something that they're, they're trying to avoid for some reason but um because they're hating yeah, they're hating. Um, and the people retweeting it on Twitter, people react, you know, like f- to the little clips and everything. Like, I really, I really, really, truly appreciate um, all the feedback, positive, negative, you know what I mean? Um, everything, because I'm not that sensitive, you know what I mean? And, I, and I, all, all feedback is good feedback. You know, that means that you took the time to listen, whether you, you loved it or you hated it or, you know what I mean, you had a critique for it. Like, I appreciate it because you actually took the time to listen. A lot of people, and especially in 2020, where a lot of people like to see a clip and then run with it or, you know what I mean, read a headline and run with it or, you know what I mean, shit like that. So it's like, 
Um, man, I just I'm just appreciative, man. That's why I'm in a good. I feel like that's why I'm, I'm in. I've been in such a good mood. This, you know what I mean? Because because of Practicing like gratitude check. Yeah, I mean, seeing your your daily affirmations that merit to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Day. That's my love language. Your love language. And your ten hail marys and your ten fucking exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For real, um, you is smart. You is you is smart. You is important. <laughs> Yo, another movie. I'll never another, watch that uh, shit again. Never see again. I'll never watch it. Period. Yo, oh, the and hell? I watched Just Mercy. Just Mercy. Just, Yo, oh yeah, I can't that, watch that. Either. Dog, I've been reading. I've been watching movies. Like I've been like actually trying to watch movies. I watched Just Mercy, and I got like that's a movie during this shit. I fucking swore off watching. Mm. What's that? Is that the one where it's about that little girl? The no. black girl who's with the the little boy. No, nah, what is that? Oh no, you're th- I think you're talking about the hate you give. Yeah, that's what. I was oh when Jesus the, the Christ! Do not bring shot. up that yeah. fucking yeah. movie. To yeah, me. another movie. I do will not, not watch. bring up that Listen, fucking movie uh-huh. to me. It's not a question. These movies we just naming off. I do not watch them for a reason. You gotta protect your mental. You do. Uh-huh. You gotta protect your mental. That's why, like years ago, when I after I watched that movie Rosewood. I said, okay, never again can I watch these black films where they talk about how fucked up shit used to be what? or how fucked up shit is today, and then they put that on film. It's traumatizing. Yeah. Because what? like it's like I don't need to relive that horror on film. We live it every day. Yeah. So I don't need that extra, Ooh, you know. It, 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 for me, it, it, it serves no one. It serves no one. <laughs> it doesn't. Question. What level, and I'll get to why Just Mercy was just a, like, a. it was the same, but it was a little different. Um... How long after watching those movies, like, do you, like, find yourself hating white people? Like, for, for how long? Is it, like, a few hours? Is it, like, oh, a okay, day? Okay. Is it, like, fucking, like, it just gets you to fucking, okay. like, it's like you don't, not hating white, but, but it makes you, like, you it don't want to talk, you don't yeah, want to, it like. It makes you, like, jaded almost. Yeah, yes. it makes you jaded. It makes you just very how long does that last? Because there has to be a name for that. Like, it's a phenomenon. Triggered. It's like, yeah, how long are you triggered? It's triggered. How long are, are you, uh, what's, the, what's the thing called? Hey, I think you hate racist white people. Yeah. I mean, well, hate racist what's, white people. What's, what's the other word that they used um, when you're being gaslighted? Yes. Yes, yes. yes. You're being gaslighted. That's why I don't watch those films. Um, For me, how quick does it, or are you asking how long does that those those feelings last? Yes. Or how long does it take for them to come on? Or, well, you can answer both shit. Yeah, either one. Well, for me, typically it's three quarters of the way through in the film. Before oh, the film's even, uh, even like Before over. the credits. Before the credits are, I'm ready, like, getting hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember having to watch some of this shit in school? Yeah. Mm. Uh, distinctly. Did they make y'all school. watch that in, in school, Alex? Distinctly uh, in school. Yeah, they made us watch 12 Years a Slave. Mm-hmm. Excuse me? Yeah. yeah. They made us watch it my, I think it was my sophomore year and my junior year. Yeah. I remember I watched Roots in school and then I watched, um, oh, what was the name of it? Oh, it's Black History Month. Let's watch some shit where y'all niggas are slaves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's how it always is. It's so interesting that the Black Right in between the Crucible that, and fucking, and <laughs> in, in, in Death of a Salesman. Like, even when I was a kid, I always found it interesting, like all the st- stuff they wanted to teach us about black people it was always about black people and how screwed over they were. Yeah. It was never, you know, black people did this this dope thing in this country, this dope thing in that country. Well, look country, at what they've overcome. Thing. Look what they've overcome. Yeah. Through all the but, shit we did to them. Um, yeah, but um, Just Mercy was different and why, like, it was a little different. That's the movie with Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. Exactly. Okay. Because, um, please disregard how bad of an actor 
Michael B. Jordan is in the first half of the film. Mm. Like, like a little overacting. You know, it's it's, I saw, it's, in the, it's not uh, overacting. Good. No, I was just gonna say in the um, not the prequels, the the commercials for it, the the promo material I was seeing, I felt like his acting was a little too, like bravado-y? Yeah, bravado. Too too energetic. Too um, just a little bit of overacting. Yeah. Just a little, just a little bit of overacting yeah. for for his, and I'm and I'm a huge fan of Michael B. Jordan. Going back to the Wire, yeah, like um, yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan of his too, you know. And it's well, like you're hating on him right now. No, no, saying. I'm just saying. I said the first half of the movie, <laughs> like because I because everyone, every, like not everyone, a lot of people say that about him, and I'm like, and I was like, and maybe I was just too in trying to analyze it a little too much, analyze mm-hmm. his acting a little too much, mm-hmm. and I was just like, um, I was just like, yo, it looks like he's like. I don't know. It looked like he was trying to. He was a little too cool at the beginning of the of the movie. You know what I mean? Like he didn't like realize that. Like I don't know, but it got better halfway through. Okay. You know, and he wasn't very bravado. We I liked I liked his character in the movie. I like how he played his character. I love Jamie Foxx. Yeah. In the movie, I, listen, like yeah. Jamie Foxx is incredible. You know, and um. But the reason why I wa- like I really was trying to stay away from that shit. Mm-hmm. Of course, try to stay like like we talked about, clear our mentals, our mentals, um, take care of your mentals and your chicken. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And try to not watch it like that. And I saw it there, and I started watching it, and then I fucking and then I turned it off. I was like, I'm not watching this shit. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Check watch it because you you're interested like in this moment you are. Mm-hmm. Cause this moment's gonna pass. If you don't watch it right now, you're never gonna watch it, and you'd be okay with that. But um, you kind of want to watch it, so I watched it. And what I did, I love what I loved about it was Jamie Fox, and I loved what what it like. Um, I love how they really like it was a true story. And and yeah, the crazy yeah, thing, yeah. of course, is a true story. But the the what I loved about it the most was, and I looked up the case afterwards, mm-hmm. in realizing how much of it was true. Yeah. Like, I've never seen a movie where it's like, this is 100% true. Mm. Every single part of this movie is true. They didn't have to, like, um, um, Hollywood up some shit. They didn't have to change a little things about the case. To No, every little thing about the case was true, um, which so, was which was nuts. Huh? I was going to say, give me a quick summary of, of the story. Um, the real life story quick, of quick summary. Man quick summary. Time. Man, um, a, a dude, um, driving his um woman. A woman is killed in in um Alabama. Mm-hmm. A eighteen year old girl is killed in Alabama. Um, she worked at a at a dry cleaners. Um, I guess it was a robbery at the dry cleaners. She was shot, mm-hmm. um, like four times. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they couldn't find a killer. They couldn't find a killer. Um, the the town was up in arms. Um, about finding the killer and stuff like that. Um, Jamie Foxx's character was a dude that like a black car- a black dude that lived um of course in that town in Alabama but on the black side of Alabama he worked for himself all the shit um he was like um uh uh he worked lumber you know what I mean cutting out trees etc cetera, etc cetera. and um from pressure from the from pressure from um the this the town and the this, this city to find the killer the sheriff arrests um arrests Jamie Foxx's character who um I guess the reason why the town knew about him is because he had cheated on his wife. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx's character had cheated on his wife with this white woman mm-hmm. in town. Mm-hmm. And it became like, I guess it became like a, a town a scandal, thing, yeah. a scandal. And they arrested Jamie Foxx and charged him with this, with this murder, mm-hmm. like almost a year later. Mm-hmm. Right. 
um, because they got this this one white dude who is a career criminal, career criminal, whatever, to um, to um, testify that he saw him, he was there when it happened, all this shit, blah blah, all these lies. And what happened was the the sheriff had the sheriff had um, threatened the white dude that he was gonna give that he was gonna um, put him on death row. Or whatever, and all this other shit. And in order to get him off death row, I need you to lie and say that you were there. Blah blah blah. All this other shit. This the reason. Like I said, the thing that, that makes this movie different is because it's about death row. It's about. Yeah. It's all about um criminal um criminals on death row and how in the percentages of people that are um that are found not guilty. Um, or not found like after the fact they're found they're found innocent after the fact and the numbers are wild it's like one in five pe- people on death row when they get retried when they get retried when they finally after appeals and they get proper re- representation are found not guilty or get found re- innocent get like retried one, like one so in five one in, so one in five individuals who are already been placed on death row yeah when they get retried they don't even get the death penalty taken away they get found not exonerated. guilty altogether they're exonerated yeah so it's like um because it just just because they never had proper representation mm-hmm. they never like the of course the you know the shit that we know already we know, we know how the system um, set up yeah exactly absolutely. so so that's just a quick absolutely. synopsis okay. and it's like and um and good no i was just going to say like i i just find it so interesting in these stories where you have these police officers who have all this time to set people up yet they don't they don't find the time to catch real criminals no like a not Jeffrey Epstein out there. No, not at all. And then, and you know, you know? yeah, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. And, and, and we'll talk, we're going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein in a second. Goodness, and, and then just, just the last thing, like you said about like finding the criminals. Like, and when I, after I looked, I'm like, did they, well, did they ever actually even find the person that yeah. killed this woman? Yeah. No. No, of course not. Of course not. Because as far as the police are concerned, we did find the, the person. We already brought charge against that person. And then the jury messed it up after they reversed their, their conviction. Yeah. That's literally how the police will operate. Yeah. That's how police and district attorneys operate. Once they file charges against somebody, case as far closed. as they're concerned, the case is closed. Yeah, I'm not reopening. There is no that. other because no I've thing. already yeah. I've already moved on, and there's yeah. not in this and there's no probably no there's no push because all of this comes down to push. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, there's no push for me to reopen this case. There's no push now after we've gone through all this to reopen it and try to figure out what the fuck happened and blah blah blah. Um, because, yeah, <laughs> who cares? Yeah, you know, um, they didn't get to they didn't get to lynch their nigga, so. Would you want me to now invest my money, our our government funds, into finding some white man? Like, no, that's not gonna happen. But like you, like you said, like niggas like Jeffrey Epstein, it, and like you told me the other crazy, day, like watching his doc- documentary the other day. So, so we're talking about films is just yeah. What which, which documentary you, are you talking about? Um, what do you know what it's called? Oh, let me pull it up right now. It's the Jeffrey Epstein documentary. Well, it's a Netflix doc. It's, it's a on, Netflix doc. It's on um, Netflix. Very well done, very well executed. You're talking about Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich? Filthy Rich, Filthy Rich, yes. Um, Word of advice, do not watch this documentary on a full stomach because you're liable to throw up. For those of you who aren't aware, Jeffrey Epstein was a billionaire hedge fund manager who was very well-to-do in the upper class, you know, very part of the quote-unquote social elite here in America, owned properties all over the world, uh, uh, here, here in the United States, he had he had a mansion in uh, West Palm Beach, which is on the same strip as Mar-a-Lago, which is Trump's place. He had he owned property in New York. You know, you see, just a very well-to-do type of guy. You see him in photos hanging out with people with the likes of Bill and Hillary Clinton, uh, other foreign diplomats. He was a 
a very popular guy who was convicted. He was officially convicted of of um, of uh, not prostitution, but paying a prostitute for sex and soliciting a minor for sex. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then last year he was rearrested based on these other charges. Um, y'all, y'all could go on Google and, and look it up. At yeah. the end of the day, the guy was a pedophile, an animal, a monster. And in the film, filthy. Oh Rich, shit! They they wait 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 wait. Now. Breaking news: Cam Newton signs one-year deal with the Patriots. Breaking news on the cast. <laughs> That's when the <laughs> blessings come in. The blessings come in. Let's go. This is a one-year, two-year deal. One year. One-year deal with Cam. One year. One year deal with Cam. Stidham, take a fucking seat. Oh man, I was afraid for a little while. Take I, a seat. I, I was tired of playing the playing the cool game. Like, yeah, Stidham's gonna be okay. Well, we'll be. Uh, all right. yeah. I trust Jared. <laughs> I trust Bill. I trust Bill. Jared, I think I think Jared Jared's gonna be ahead of the job, right? Child, child, play that fake confidence with the kid of Patriots. Like, kids, good. I was like, kids, yo, they, are we really gonna go out here with Jared Stidham out here? Yo, the, the kid's got a good arm. He's got a good arm. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. Cam ah! uh, Cam Newton. Ah, uh, sorry, Jeffrey Epstein. We gotta we gotta adjust this real quick. Nah, nah, nah. We'll be out. We'll be out. <laughs> Another time anyways. for fucking pedophiles. He, he, he's dead anyways. Oh, uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. How do you think that's gonna Oh boy? We got five minutes too. We got five minutes. <sighs> with Cam starting at QB with our lineup. And the way he likes to play ball too, that's gonna be an interesting dynamic. Doug, I that's gonna be an interesting dynamic. And not to say Bill wouldn't work well with a mobile quarterback. I think he'll work very well with one. He just never had the opportunity outside of what Doug Flutie when he was a, when he was one of our backups. Yeah, and a little bit of you know Jacoby when we can do a little um a little wheel route. You know what I mean? Real wide with him, with him and some scr- you know some mm-hmm. scrambling. Um, yeah, I mean. I thought this was what I was pushing for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what I was pushing for. For damn, but I, yeah, that's what I was pushing for. Um, and now that it's happened, I'm like flustered. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, Cam Newton, yeah, all right, we, okay, we got to get the line ready mm-hmm. to protect him, mm-hmm. and wish they will, they wish they there. will, and Jules, Jules is gonna be. A pro bowler mm-hmm. because he's gonna be eating everything up. Everything. Um. Yeah. Who's our running back? Our I mean, Sony Michelle, James White. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Jesus Christ! I'm like. Sony Michelle, James White. Who's that third one? Um. I I can't even I can't even think well, right now because well, I was like the world the sports world is so fucking <laughs> closed up and shit that like I'm like. Well, our slot receivers and, and tight ends are going to be very happy next year. Damn. And our running backs. You think it's better to learn how to block? <sighs> All of them. Well, they're going to get ran over by Cam on the back end. Yeah, for real. He trucks everybody. Wow, Josh McDaniels with a weapon like Cam Newton. Let's see how he fucks it up. And on top of that, it's like, it's like, they, what does that say about Sidham? Do they really, they're like, yo, I don't. They don't believe in him. No, it just says you're not ready yet, and you we know, have an opportunity to sign Cam Newton. That's all it means. 
Stidham is going into his second year, third year now with us. Second year. Second year. They're not ready to give that position, give that type of power over to his to a second year guy. Why not? Because he's not Tom Cam Brady. Newton. Tom Brady didn't. Of course, not that he's not Cam Newton. Of course, yeah. I, mean, I mean just just Stidham by himself. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like it. It's just a question of hey, are you good enough to start in the NFL? Yes. But are we in a position to get a better starter? Yes. Of course. That's so you what just I just get the short end. No, of the no, stick. that's I what I, I don't think it's an indictment against Stedham in and of himself at all. It's just a, the circumstances. If we have an opportunity to get a better quarterback, we're going to go out there and get a better quarterback, bottom line. If, the, if we can find someone better than you, and then they were able to luck into it and they did. Whereas if they didn't, and if they were quote unquote stuck with Jared, I think they would have been perfectly fine with that as well. We could either stick it out with this second year guy, or we could go get this seven, eight year guy. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, college national champion, yeah, former MVP, yeah, of the NFL as well. Yeah, no, of course that that's a, that's a given. That's, that's what it. I mean. I mean, like, um, of course, of course, you have opportunities to sign Cam Newton. You sign him, mm-hmm. but that also has something because there's a bunch of people with rookie quarterbacks that are like, I'm not signing Cam Newton because I believe in this quarterback. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Not rookies, but second year guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, um, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, because I mean, because because two things. Number one, it's a it's a one. I I'm, I'm literally. I mean, you're pro, we're processing this shit right here. You know what I mean? It's a one year deal. It's not a multi year deal. Number one. Exactly. So I know that about the Patriots. It's like, do I even think that Cam Newton is going to make the roster? I don't know yet. We don't because the Patriots do that shit all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, I don't I don't even know if he's going to make the roster. And then number two. Um, is Stidham like? I forgot what the fuck I was gonna say. Um, like I said, I mean, all this is process- processing because yeah, like I said, I don't even know if Cam is gonna make the roster because they've done that shit before. They've done that shit in the past, and if you only sign him to a one year deal, that means that you you I mean you plan on starting Stidham next year. You know, unless you've planned on, because obviously in starting, in, in signing Cam Newton, you do not think that your team is going to suck. You're not fucking throwing a white flag. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you're going to try and win, win a Super Bowl. And that means you're also, you're not going to get another high draft pick, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, you're probably not going to select a quarterback. So you will have Stidham right on your front door again next year, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, it very much is in, to me, a very much an indictment on, Stidham, like they don't believe in him, and I know. And if there's one coach that's arrogant enough to be like, "I'm fucking going with the two year guy," fuck Cam Newton. It's Bill Belichick. Yeah, you know what I mean. So they well, must really think he's. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll have to wait, wait and see when it's seen and done. I just don't think it's a necessarily an indictment in, on him, one way or the other. I think it's just clear cut. We we in the limited film that we have against we we have on him. And knowing he's he's a second year quarterback at the at the at the end of the day, I know it's a real popular trend in the NFL now where it's like completely reverse, right? Guys coming in in their first or second yeah. year is given immediately opportunities to start. Whereas back in the day, bro, you're about to sit down for five, six, seven, eight years yeah. before you even get a, a, a yeah. smell of an opportunity, you yeah. know. So and, I, and I understand last that, nigga that did that was Aaron Rodgers, and yeah. look at him, he just got fucking. There you go. He just drafted a quarterback in the first round. There you go, and he um, had to, and he's handled it much better than the way Favre did. <laughs> But Is he though? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But, no, but no. in this situation with the Patriots, though, no, I think it's a situation where you bring another quarterback like Cam Newton. You have your second year guy there in Stidham. And who's uh who's our other quarterback that we have on the roster? Brian Hoyer. Hoyer. Again. Yeah. So it's just like so you have Cam Newton, Stidham, 
Hoyer. Best case scenario, if all those if all three of those quarterbacks play, play to their best, we got to sign Cap to, too to, to their to their best potential. You know Cam Newton's gonna win that out. Yeah, he's a better thrower, yeah. better runner, better everything. Yeah, he's just a better. I mean, he's it's, a better it's Cam Newton. Uh, and, and again, that's what I mean. It's like it was like Jarris, if Jarris Stidham got replaced, or they, or if they brought in um uh, uh uh Josh Rosen to replace him, right? Who who's in his third going into his thirty, only a year ahead of Stidham, then that's an indictment against you. Like, wait a minute, you're a second year guy. They brought in a third year guy. This this guy who has one year experience that much better than you, versus no, they brought somebody else who's a former MVP. You know, yeah, of course. It's, it's, yeah, it's, I get it's, it. I, I just don't see that as an indictment against him, especially if if we know the way Bill coaches. It's going to be a competition for real, for real. He's going to get an opportunity to be like, no, I could be better than better than Cam Newton. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, or we, Scam Newton, as they still call him down in Alabama. <laughs> Roll Tide. We got we got to we got to sign Cap, man, because if we if we are signing Cam Newton in in July to be our starting quarterback. Right, which which is what I'm assuming, which 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 is what I'm assuming. They ain't signing him to be a backup. It's like with with his skill set. Like I'm a firm believer in you have a backup quarterback that can mimic your starting quarterback. Mm -hmm. Stidham Hoyer cannot mimic Cam Newton to be Excuse me, to be successful, you got to have somebody that can fill that spot if he goes down. And we know Cam Newton has a tendency of having nagging injuries. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's like, are we going to switch? have to switch up the entire offense behind, you know what I mean, if he goes down and we have Stidham coming in? You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, it's just it's just best practices. You know what I mean? I mm -hmm. think we need to hire, we need to sign somebody. We need to drop fucking Hoyer's ass. <laughs> um Number one, Let's check you go again. Try to take another white man's job. <laughs> My goodness, and yes, eat? and replace and then replace it eat? with another with another black man. Um, but I have a yeah. I fuck with Cam Newton heavy, mm -hmm. but I question his heart. Like, mm -hmm. I, no, you're right. You remember during the Super Bowl, there was that one play yeah. when he didn't dive. Like, he didn't die die for the he didn't die for the football. Yeah. yeah. After that, bro, this nigga's been suspect to me. Yeah, you know, you know, with good reason. With, with good, good reason. After that play, bro, I was like, ah, yeah, yeah. Nah, you kind of lose a lot of points for that, my nigga. Because you're not kind of. You definitely doing the NFL. Like, you on the biggest stage in the world, yeah. my nigga. Like, if there's ever a time yeah. where you got to put your body on the line and yeah. win this fucking game, bro, yeah. and you don't, and you don't it's like, yeah. ah. and we and we saw the hesitation in you because you were about to go in and die, then you yeah. stop. Right. That 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 doesn't shine too brightly on you, yeah. sir. That's not okay. very becoming at all. It's not look. It's not good. You're looking bad out here. Yeah, you're looking yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I remember that game, too. Like, I thought everybody was giving him too hard of a time at first. And then when I let it marinate, I was like, oh, Jeremy, yeah. you were on that field. Yeah. And your quarterback did die yeah. for that football in the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. And what's fucked yeah. up What's fucked up is the Broncos were getting at the Panthers so bad that defensively that it made it feel like there was a that game was a blowout. Yeah. And yeah. it really, it really wasn't. wasn't. Really was it came down to the fourth quarter. If the yeah. Panthers just got a couple plays going, mm -hmm. they could have got right back in the game. Mm -hmm. So it's like it that was, you not diving. It was a low scoring game, I think. Yeah, right? yeah, it was a low scoring game, and I feel like it was a tight game. And then, and then, um, it was a tight game, but the momentum was all Denver. But then at the end, like the Panthers didn't score, and then Denver finally scored a touchdown offensively with mm -hmm. that. 
duck of a fucking quarterback, Peyton Manning, <laughs> finally scored a touchdown that ended up making the score look wider than it really was. How did Peyton was Manning the, get away with the that for two years yeah. with that It was ten twenty four. It was ten to twenty four. Yeah. So it's like you you take off um uh, you take off a touchdown. That's you know what I mean. That's seventeen points. So it's like it was yeah. like if the Panthers had just scored a touchdown, they would have tied it. Yeah. But then they they didn't, and then the and then the Broncos thing. So that game was a close game. So you not diving for the ball was nuts. You know what I mean? Rotato, shout out to Manning having that noodle arm for two years. Yo. Making to two Super Bowls with Yo. the man. That was a testament to strategy. Yeah. And knowing how to protect your player when he's garbage. Yeah. Because the throws garbage. he made were, were, were so like, oh, that's an interception. Oh, it's not going to be an interception because only his player can get it. But like, that was such a terrible ball. Like his yeah. ball, his throws were just wobbling all over the place for two years when he came back for that neck surgery. But he, was he figured it out, man. He figured it out. Dragged those teams to two Super Bowls. Because it, what it taught me, real talk, what it taught me was like, yo, Peyton Manning wasn't Peyton Manning no more. But I can, but I can make like two or three fucking throws anytime you need anytime. me to do it. Yep. And it, what it showed I me is dog. Forty yards plus down the field. I yeah, can go twenty yards plus up do, the sidelines. I can do I can still out hand it right off, here, exactly. Out routes, yep. And and out and I can make no this, more slants. Pretty no mu- more slants. Yeah. Pretty much all I could do is make sure that our defense gets a breather. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I can slow this game exactly. down to make sure our defense has energy when they come off the field, and and I do my final three and out mm-hmm. on their thirty yard line. When mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? Um. Yeah, and it taught me that dog. You you do not need you don't need Lamar Jackson. You don't need Patrick Mahomes. You don't need you know what I mean. Um, you it's it's obviously it's nice to have. yeah obviously it's, it's nice to have. have. But I'm I and like we said we I mean when we're from Boston man we believe in defense and that is in and that but that is in all that goes across the entire board. You know what I mean? And we and that's why I wanted Cam Newton's because dog we have the number one defense in the in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The number one defense granted. We did lose fuck. We did lose some people, but I feel like we can, you know, we lose Bill, people every year. Though. Bill, Bill knows how to how to you know fill in those line that linebacker core, and it's like if we have the best defense in the league, give us one more shot. Give us one more shot. Sign Cam Newton. You know what I mean? Um, he knows how to keep the keep the the the, the chains moving. You know. Um, so shit. Wow, Cam. I feel like we gotta like. I'm sure Twitter's nuts right now. And upset. Yeah, because they thought we was dead. <laughs> yeah, you were saying? The uh, Jeffrey Epstein documentary, Filthy yeah. Rich, it was called, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in the documentary, they just highlight the case. Um, what I was saying earlier is like, it's just one of those films you have to watch, watch, on, watch it on an empty stomach. Yeah, real sick stomach, shit. Real sick shit, real stomach turning stuff. And the thing that just always... That documentary is just another great example of how the world works when you're someone who has money and someone who has perceived power. Yeah. And the type of things you could get away with for such a long time. There's at one point in the film where they're saying what he would do is he had his assistant who would basically be like his wrangler to go out into the local community of of uh of uh of West Palm Beach down in Florida and proposition little girls. I'm talking 10, 11, 12, 13 year old girls. <sighs> like, hey, you know, I, I know a guy. He'll he'll give you two hundred dollars for a massage. The way that they have, it, he was like, yeah, who get this done three or four times a day? You're talking a guy who's at this for over a decade. You're talking literally thousands of little girls that were affected by this. You know. You, but, know, you know, it's but, fucked up because I already police, knew what you were gonna say. But the police have more time, you know, to plan evidence and shit like yeah. that versus. 
doing real investigations on people who are doing real, real damage to the community. You know, so that yeah, because nothing has happened. Nothing is happening. Worth watching, definitely worth watching. Um, yeah. So you said, yeah, it's just an interesting documentary. But that was us. I was gonna say, like, even though I knew what you were gonna say, still hearing it is still fucking jarring. It's still like, because I like I know I know the thing about I I. I didn't know much about the Jeffrey Epstein whole situation. I heard, I of course, I know, I saw what people were talking about, things like that, but I didn't really, mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. like clicked anything. I never like dug deeper. I knew the, the, the broad idea and his ties to Trump and his ties to a lot of people. And then um, like, um, the, and then him, like the whole, him, him killing himself. You know what I mean? Like that whole shit, like, um, I heard about all that, but I never, but I didn't dive deeper mm. into what it was. And it's like, um, yeah, like the whole Epstein thing. It, 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 people really need to pay attention to this story, like I said, because it just gives you just so many examples of just what money and power will, will get you. Yeah, the first time he was convicted of this, he got, uh, he was sentenced to like a year to 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 serve, and he served in like a, a halfway house where he was literally. He had permission to still work, so he would wake up in his prison at like six a.m. every morning, and then leave to go to work yeah. at his big ass office building, and he'd be allowed yeah, to work till like eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, you know, he was still having girls, little girls, visit him there. Yeah. You know, it's it's it's, it, but but that specifically goes to the local prosecutor at the time, uh, the local state prosecutor in Florida who gave him that sweetheart deal. You know, a deal in which he did not, the, the prosecutor didn't even turn to the victims and let him know, let them know that they were giving him a plea deal, which is illegal. Which is illegal. When you're a victim of a crime in the United States and the prosecutor is about to cut a deal with the defendant or the perpetrator, the prosecutor has to let you know about it. They don't always have to necessarily go with your opinion, but it is the law for them to inform you, hey, the person who committed this act against you, we're considering giving them a plea deal just so you're aware. What are your thoughts on this? I mean, yeah. you can't really be surprised with like, it sounds like some cliche, like super rich, like slimy type shit. Yeah, so yeah. Like, exactly. Really and that's crazy. exactly what and it that's, is. Yeah, and that's, exactly. and, that's the, and that's the wildest thing yeah. about it. It's like, the story does not sound wild. Yeah. Yeah. Why doesn't it sound wild? Yeah. Sure. Because it's like, we've been, we've been told this forever. Mm-hmm. We've seen this forever. But it keeps, this shit keeps going. And... It goes on for how long it how as as long as it fucking did, and then now you think that this is stopped? No, somebody's just taking his place now. Absolutely not. Like, oh jeez, that, that, that man and his partner were—they were both international pimps of children, man. They're child traffickers. They're child traffickers. The story does not begin, nor does it end with them. They're just a major major stepping point. Yeah. And people, if you care about your children out there, you have to pay attention to this story and other stories like it. Emphasis on other stories like it. There are there are really a lot of other Jeffrey Epstein's out there. In particular, there's this one. Uh, I can't remember his first name, but his last name is definitely Dupont. I think it's Jeffrey Dupont as well. Another millionaire, billionaire guy out there who comes from, whose family comes from a lot of money, and he's based out of, out of um, out of, out of uh, West Virginia, I believe. If you're not familiar with DuPont, DuPont, they're what makes all these chemicals in our paints and stuff like that. Gotcha. You know? that's, that's where that family comes from. Is DuPont, yeah, isn't isn't there a DuPont, um, like, racing? Yeah, DuPont racing, the same yeah. family. Same family, yeah. Yeah. 
Because that's why I was like, where the I was like, is it gas? Yeah. Is it thing? It's like, gas. yo, it's paint. It's, I remember the I remember the NASCAR, the car, the yeah. DuPont car. Specifically, DuPont is a chemical company, and their chemicals are used in a wide range of products, including gas. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Their their chemicals are put in gas. They're put in paint. They're put in all types of different products. So that's how they make their hordes Nasty and hordes niggas, and hordes. Man. Yeah, man, it's disgusting stuff. It's disgusting stuff. Like really stomach turning stuff, man. I've never, I've watched a lot of films that left me upset. A lot of films that left me sad. A range of emotions. Why I've do we never do watch this to anything ourselves? that's made my stomach turn? If I, I would have thrown up Vadis on that day, straight up. Oh my! I God. watched that film. I think it was the second or third day of 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 of, of the three day fast I was doing over over a weekend. Stomach was empty, mind was clear, and I'm like, let me watch this movie because I'm interested in the whole situation. I had to stop it a few times, go outside, and take oh some deep God. breaths. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Why do we do this shit to ourselves, man? It's it, it's it's the same reason why you know you can't turn away from a car crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's just like. For whatever reason, you just... You have to see what's going on. It's hard yeah. to look away. Because right? yeah, you feel like... Is there a sense... I feel like... I feel like it goes back to like watching those fucking... Those lynchings, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the snuff films and shit. It's mm-hmm. like... Is it because... Is it because like we have like... We have like this kind of weird sense of duty to... Like I can't... If I turn away from this, then that means that... And not watch this and not see how this man was doing these things. Is that doing a disservice to the people that are going through it? I so I can so, so yeah. I can talk about it on this podcast and hopefully someone yeah, exactly. can listen to it. Things. Yeah, it's like exactly. Yeah, let me tell you this: like giving a like try to shine a light on it. I know? wouldn't want to sit through that film again, but if I knew by sitting through that film again, another one of those little girls would get heard and the yeah. situation could hopefully stop, then I'll sit through it. Yeah, you know, and that's what makes these 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 that's what makes it so uncomfortable because you want to help, but you're so disturbed by what's even going on in the first place you, yeah. you don't know what to do because 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 child children and especially especially girls and oh, women God. are you know it's man i don't know like rest in peace to toyin you know what i mean we didn't we didn't talk about that on the last podcast the, the young the the girl Mm-hmm. The young girl mm-hmm. that was murdered, you know, um, like such a bright light was, you know, what I mean, snuffed out by another by a man, mm-hmm. you know, by a man. And um, we say we have to protect women. We have to, you know, what I mean, and yeah, my head's all over the place. <laughs> My head is all over the place. I I feel like when they say that, when they say that like black men are the white men of black people, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it took me a little while. Like women have been saying that for a while. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I've heard them, mm-hmm. but like more recently, I truly understand them. And what I mean by understand, it's not that I, what I was listening that I wasn't listening. It was, it's more so now I see through those goggles now. Mm-hmm. I see everything through those goggles. It's like the first time you really recognize like what undercover racism looks like mm-hmm. and, it, and, and how it's or racism or how they view people or treat black people even in, it's like, or, or even in film. Like we just talk about like Just Mercy and shit like that and like how like we stay away from films like that because we know that. 
story. Mm. We know how, like, we know, but we can't watch those movies because we watch it and we're like, you see, that's the only time they let Jamie Foxx get a fucking starring role is he has to be a nigga in jail. Or, mm. you know what I mean? Or Joe, Michael B. Jordan has to be the nigga getting him out. Or how come, how come, how come fucking Denzel had to be crooked before he took it? Well, you know what I mean? Why didn't why did fucking Halle Berry have to be with a white man before she got an Oscar? You know, all those those things, like you see things with those goggles now. Mm-hmm. And now when it comes to how men treat women, and but not but not men, how men treat women. I always saw that, but seeing how black men treat black women and how like it's as if it's as if like when it comes to when it comes to equality right when it comes to equality it's like black it's like black men and i said this i said this before i can't think of what i was saying but it's like but it's like, it's, it's as if black men they don't they want equality for all right but not until they get their own equality with white men first because it's like they, they, they more than anything they want, and this is a lot of black men. I'm not talking all black men, nigga. I am a black man. Be smart. Use your fucking head. Um, I shouldn't have to say that. But there's a lot of black men out there that it's like they want their, they they want equality with white men first before we get equality for all. Um, in a sense that like. They, it's like as if they want their chance to womanize women too. You know what I mean? Exactly. I know exactly. They want their chance to, to treat women as bad as white men have been able to treat women. Mm. You know? Because we didn't get our shot. Mm. We didn't get our shot to fucking be rich and powerful and all. It's the same thing with like billionaires, right? Like it's like what like you look at the new, like the new black billionaires and they're mm. looking at each other like dog. We've been trying to make like billion. Now y'all are screaming, eat the rich. Mm-hmm. Now y'all are saying no mm-hmm. more billionaires. Once I get some money, nigga, can I have some some time to to, to spend this to enjoy this billionaire shit? And now y'all niggas want to scream it? It's that it's like that same energy. It's the fucking, it's the like, it's the constant uh I see black men trying to like quiet black women and try to like dim their light and try to, you know what I mean? And it's like whether it's through pandering to them on some like trying to say that, you know, just trying to pander to them when at the end of the day, that's not really the shit that they mean or try to like, I don't know, man. Like I said, my mind is racing, but it's like, um, what I, a lot of what I'm seeing, I, I just want them niggas to know that I see them, mm-hmm. you know, I see them. They still at the end of the day want, things to change but they want they don't want things to change they just want the the lineup to change I mean, they want so, the hierarchy so, to, so I think to change what you're saying is just because you're anti-racist doesn't necessarily mean you're you're not a sexist either though yeah you know? 100 yeah, and, and i agree with that that's that's what a lot of things get a lot of things get uh convoluted in different movements yeah you know you it would make sense if you were anti-racist and anti-sexism right of course you know it makes quality for all but no but at the end of the day you still have those people like no i want to talk about equality i still want patriarchy you know exactly i want equality but i still want patriarchy i still still want want, yeah i still want to be on top i still want men to be on top Mm -hmm. and i'm as a black i want a chance to womanize and oppress and all Mm -hmm. this other shit Mm -hmm. like these white niggas do you know what i mean and it's like now I can't I can't unsee it. I just mm-hmm. can't unsee it. 
Um, but I hope y'all understand what I mean. Like, um, but it just it goes to all of that shit. Like the things that are happening to women, you know, and the women that we are supposed to protect. The way, like the way that they protect us. Mm-hmm. Because anytime there's a movement, anytime there's niggas being killed in the streets, who's the first people in the streets? Women. Women. Black women. Black women. They're the first one running, screaming, making t-shirts, hashtags, all of that shit. All of this shit. But like, when it comes time to protect them, it's like, well, what did she do? What did she say? You know what I mean? Like that same rhetoric. Like, I don't know, man. I don't even know where this shit because my mind like well, this whole Jeffrey Epstein shit like all of that is just a trickle down <laughs> well it, it's tough right uh, we're dealing we're, we're right now we're in a, we are in an environment in where there's a lot of cross-referencing issues you know like I was thinking about it earlier this morning about issues within the African-American community that we have to deal with amongst ourselves but quite frankly are not allowed to deal with it because we have bigger pressing issues. Yeah. You know, whether it's you want to talk about uh Afro Latinos who are who are descendants of Africa who 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 the Puerto Ricans and the and the Dominicans out there who refuse their African heritage. Mm-hmm. Whether I, I joked about it in our last po- podcast, but when you have people who are mixed with black and white and the issues within the culture what they have to deal with. I mean, even someone like Cap. I mean, it still disturbs me to hear someone like, like, like uh, Marcellus Wiley bring up the issue that well, Kaepernick shouldn't really be doing what he's doing because he's mixed anyways, and he never he doesn't really know what the culture is truly, truly about. Mm-hmm. I say that shit jokingly. Mm-hmm. I joke about that stuff all the time, but he said it. And he meant it. Yeah, it's like which was just very, very disturbing to like me. Because to me, I'm like, would you have said said that same thing to Malcolm X? Yeah. You know, would you yeah. would you would you have said that to to one of the co-founders of 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 the Black Panthers? Yeah. Would you have came with that same energy? No, of course not. You know, and it, it's just very and, that, and the reason I know that the only reason he did it because he was back in that getting, getting those checks, right? Getting, Coonan, those Coonan checks that they were giving him and um the, the other guy from Fox. What's his name? Who's gone now? That fucking. What's his name? You know, I can't even say his uh, name. What, 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 uh, what that was talking Whitlock. About Whitlock. Whitlock. Yeah, Jason Whitlock. You know, but you know, but yeah, but 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 within. So going back to the to the movement right now with with Black Lives Matters and defunding the police, and we're right. trying to stay focused on this issue that's that's affecting all of us. But let's not lose sight of the issue that we stand within our culture that we also still must address as well. You know, and one of the issues we must address is our, our treatment of women of color. You know, the disrespect that they go through, the the lack of acknowledgement they have to withstand, um, just the overall lack of protection Everything. and the exposure yeah. they have to go go into this world. Yeah. But yeah. again, like it, it, it it's it's all by design though. Of course. You know? Uh the the structures, the institutions that were put in place to to take black men out of the homes, the were the were the same institutions where they set up the the same people set up those those institutions and structures set up the same type of institutions and structures to keep the the black woman by herself as well. Yeah. You can't marry the black man because the black man is getting arrested. You can't marry the white man because that's basically illegal. All you're left with are the children that you were born, that, 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 that you're able to bear, and whatever you could do for yourself. 
You know, it's it's the ultimate divide and conquer, conquer tactic. Yeah. And then when you do get the black men and black women together, there's so much trauma that they're dealing with as individuals that is hard. It's made harder to build a relationship together that's that that can be sustained, or at the very least, not interrupted by outside factors just because yeah. of your race. Yeah, man. And the government's fucking ploy to you know demasculate the black man, man. <laughs> No, I'm playing. I'm playing. No, like, um, yeah, man. Like, these systems are these systems are flawless, man. They really work. Like these motherfuckers, these niggas put this shit in. This is for the long game. Yeah, it's for the long game. You know, this ain't for for short term victories. No, this was they put these things in place for the long haul. You know, to keep white supremacy, you know, running. You know, I mean, autonomously. Mm -hmm. You know, um. I could I, I could really go in but I don't want this shit to go to go way longer um because you and you brought up like you know like mixed race mixed race people you know what I mean and like and it's and like we had a topic we want to talk about and we want to talk about that officer right yeah Alex King um yeah, yeah. one of the four officers involved in the uh lynching of George Floyd yeah um, did y'all see that video of the of the girl running up on him at the store? Buying the Oreos? Shit was so sad. Yeah, like that whole that whole shit was like Um Usually, and it's funny because I, I that came out before this article came out, of course. And like um usually I would I thought when I when I saw that, I thought I would have felt good. Mm -hmm. I thought I would have felt good, but I didn't. I didn't feel good. I was like, I felt more, I was sad. Yeah. I was extremely sad watching that because the, 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 I know what the scenario is. And I also, just the look on his face, you know what I mean? The look on his face, his body language, like gave me like, it gave me a, I don't know what to call it. I didn't really know how to feel, but it just didn't give me the, it didn't give me the feeling I thought I would have had. Because he didn't, because his body language didn't portray that of the body language of an actual killer. Yeah. Or it someone. gave me the body language of someone who was. He seemed like almost like tired. Yeah. Like exhausted. Yeah. Like he looked like, tired. Uh, he looked, and the fact that he even stopped, because he could have kept pushing. Yeah. He could have completely ignored it. He could have, and I'm not trying to like exonerate this nigga or no shit like that. I'm just trying to say like, this is real life. Mm -hmm. You're looking at on the camera of someone who's been accused of, of committing a heinous act on film and all this shit and the entire world is burning because of him and his compadres. You know what I mean? And posse. His posse. And, um, he looked defeated. He looked like he already lost. He looked like, even though he was at the store and all the things behind it, the setting, like, oh, he's buying Oreo. He's at the store buying, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, he just looked defeated. He looked like, it's like pitiful. It's like, you don't even want to kick him type shit. Like, you, you know, this is, this is exactly why I truly, truly, truly do my best to lead a nonviolent lifestyle. Straight up, because the, the entire vibe I got from that video was just a hundred percent sadness. Yeah, because the look on his face, what he's what he went to the grocery store to buy. He didn't even go to the grocery store to do like grocery shopping. Yeah, he went there to get some Oreos. 
We all know that feeling. Yeah. When you're like, yo, I just need you to go to the store and just give me some fucking Oreos and some milk. That's comfort food. Yeah. You know? And the thing about me that that, that just makes you feel so and I do feel sad for him. I felt fat, I felt sad for him before I even read read the article because once I knew that he was black, I already knew his story. Mm-hmm. I already knew why he joined the police. Yeah. I already knew his so let, motivations, all of it. Yeah, let's talk you know? about it. Yeah, so the New, so yeah. the New York Times... Um, put out an article put yesterday. On, put out an article yesterday um, related to Alex King. Um, his last name is spelled K-E-U-N-G, but it's actually pronounced King. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was... And Alex was one of the four officers who were involved in the killing of George Floyd. Yeah. He was the officer who was actually positioned right next to the officer who actually had his knee on George Floyd's neck. Yeah, so King was like on his back. Uh, yeah, King was on his back. Uh, he was and he was there on his third day. His third, yeah, his third, third shift. His third shift. Did now as a, as a police stop officer. Stop right there. Did you? When did you find out that that was his third shift? Uh, I think it was like a day or two later. Within the week of the George George Floyd killing, that was just one of the stories that broke out. I found out when I read the Times article that y'all sent. Mm. So I, yes, oh go ahead. So yeah, so yesterday, but I heard like rumors that he might have been like like he was new, uh, a new police officer or something like mm-hmm. that. But I didn't really give him much credence at the time. So yeah, I found out. I found out yesterday. I had no idea that. He, because I didn't read, I didn't read up on any of the officers specifically. Oh, okay. And this I we entire had a conversation thing about that already. No, this entire thing, I've never, I haven't lo- lo- read a thing about the officers mm-hmm. specifically. And um, because the only one that, to be honest, the only one that was on my mind was the nigga that had his knee on his neck. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the other ones are all fucking in in honest, and uh, and you can see from the charges, um. Like they only, I mean, they didn't, they got charged with accessory and, and you know what I mean? Shit like that. The only one that was, only one that was in my crosshairs was, was the nigga with the knee on his neck because in my mind, everyone else is just a product of the system. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's the perpetrator and everyone else is the product of the system. I'm not saying that's right. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that's just where my mind went. Yeah, at that, um, so they were just following orders. Right. They're just following orders. And then, and then as you, as you, Read art, you know. You find out more about these officers. You realize, yeah, they may they might have been just following orders, but not not to exonerate or no shit like that. I'm just but, but I'm just saying, just bring some context. System altogether, right? Exactly. So, like we said, like he, like Jeremy mentioned, like we he saw. You see the reason why he why he joined the force, and he said that. And he told, and, and this was like a, and you read in the article, it was a really well written, nuanced article. It was not an article to paint him in no like positive light. It was not an article to kill him. All it was was an article to fucking give you some info on what this officer is and what it was like for the one black officer that is involved in this storm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, and you learn the thing about him. You learn that he's half that he's half um he's he's white. He's half white, half black. He's biracial. Adopted. Um. I don't think he's adopted. He is adopted. I rather yeah, he is adopted. He was he, he was the first person adopted in that family. Then he told his his uh, the woman who adopted him that he wanted more siblings. And then she turned around and adopted. No, I I read that he is his mom, and then his father's Nigerian who wasn't around, and then she started adopting people. Uh, the the article I read was that he was abandoned, and he was adopted. 
that he was abandoned. He was abandoned as a, as a baby. And that article says he was abandoned as a baby and then he was uh, adopted. And then that woman who was a teacher, a white woman, adopted him. And then she adopted two other children of color. Well, mm. continue on making continue making on your point though. I'm, um, gonna, I'm gonna double check here. So, um, so you learn that he's biracial. You learn that like he he wanted to join the police the the police force because of certain situations scenarios that happened with, um, which is of course just growing up in Minneapolis, growing up around there, and then um. And for all the pretty much for all the reasons that black that a lot of black people want to enter the police force, you know what I mean? And um, we got that cleared up. It's recording. Yeah. So yeah, we got that cleared up. Yeah. He he was born by he's his biological raised by his bi- biological mother. Father was absent, and then his 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 mother then adopted three more children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three, three more, more children. children. Um, which 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 is a whole nother thing, like. Mm-hmm. Why is this woman allowed to like? How is she able to adopt like three African children? Because she's white. Because she's like, white. You know what I mean? Like what? Like African American? Like what? Like, A single up. mom? Like I thought? Like That's people it. go through people. I've heard. I hear all these stories about people trying to adopt kids for so long, and it's like you have to hit all these marks. You know what I mean? But it's like yeah. we just give. Like in oh, yeah, yeah. in the reason why that 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 shit gives me pause is because of those story about that um because another similar story about that remember that kid that went viral with that picture of him hugging that cop crying and mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. and then he and you find out that he was he was adopted by two by two white women mm-hmm. and along with another uh, yeah. uh, like a few other African American children and then they all were killed mm-hmm. because they drove off a cliff mm-hmm. like that's why I'm sensitive when I hear some shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, but, and then and again too, it also goes back into like this system and how it works. When you have a system that's set up to disband black families, yeah. you know, you got daddy off in jail, you got mommy hooked on drugs, and now the children are in on the system. Or the mom, then, I mean, the mom's struggling regardless. Struggling, yeah, struggling, so, whatever. She, she's struggling. So can't, she's going to have to do... Taking so she, care of these children by herself. Right. Then the state comes in, takes your children away from you, and then ultimately your black children end up in the hands of some white family. Yeah. Yeah. And so, if anybody wants, wants to question that, everyone wants to question the validity of that, let me ask you this. How often are you walking around in the streets where you see a black family with an adopted white child? <laughs> Fucking Never. Fucking never. I, has there ever even been a movie about that shit? If it was, if it no, because that shit's that movie too far fetched. That movie would be based on the whites who came to kill that black family for daring to adopt that white job. Yeah. These are facts. These are facts, man. Like when uh, I when I when I talk try about and pitch, try the and pitch system that movie. And, and how it works, man. This is a real deal. We're gonna set it up so the black family never gets a clear cut opportunity to thrive. Yeah. We're gonna throw things in their way time and time again until we completely disband them. Now, Lord willing, and everything works out the way we want it to work out, the children don't even get raised in a, in a, in a black home no more because there is no such thing as a black home anymore. We destroyed it. Yeah. That's their plan. So it isn't a coincidence that someone like Mr. King, whose biological mother is white, biological father is black. He comes out mixed. And then when it's time, when he turns to his mom, he's saying, I want more brothers and sisters. She goes to adopt. Right, let's go get some more black kids then. Yeah. Not, I'm not going to adopt a white kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then another part of the story that's so, just so interesting, like his sister, uh, Alex's sister, Radiance is her name. She mentions, you know, growing up in the house, they never talked about race. That's equivalent to when to when people say, I don't see color. That doesn't help. Yeah, and the, but that was... These but are that, conversations that, but that was have the, to happen. Yeah, that was, the interest, that was the interesting thing about the way that he was, he was raised, though. It's like 
his white mom obviously had a child with a black man. Mm-hmm. Then she starts ad- adopting African American children. And then she has them. She has like yeah. They said that she she never talked about race, but also she had them like volunteering. Yeah. In Haiti and shit. In Haiti and stuff, she had yeah. them like so. It's like so in the in so I I was trying to try try to better understand in the way that she she was trying to raise them in a, in a sense of not talking about race, but more was she trying to raise them in a sense of like follow my lead. Like, let me try to raise them in a, in a true, in a, in another sense of self and, and of this invite. Cause it's like, let's try to like, it seemed like her intentions were to try, to try and be an ally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I got from it. You know what I mean? Is is her attempt to try to try and be an ally. And I don't know in, in once again, what are the proper tactics to do that? When you, when you, when you, um, when you're raising black children but the one thing you definitely don't do is not directly talk about race it's like you have to talk about you can i don't care how much you volunteer in haiti i don't care how much you you know what i mean but it's like you have to talk about these things you know what's so annoying about this and and it goes back to this idea that when white people pull out the car, or we didn't know, we didn't, we don't, we don't get it, we don't understand. I, I, I call bullshit on that every single time. But specifically in this situation here, in the article, at one point you you have a comment from her where she says, "Well, I didn't feel that race really mattered. That is how I really raised the children." Okay, I get that to a certain degree. But then later on in the article, when it gets to when her son Alex King comes to her to explain to her that he wants to join the police department, she says she feels very nervous about it. Because there's a very bad relationship in the city between the police officers and people of color. Mm-hmm. So which is it, ma'am? Do you see color or yeah. do you not? Yeah. Do you only like like you, you're able to see it in terms of the issues that the police have in that city and when your son goes to 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 to, to join the force, but but you never thought to yourself in the in the time of raising that black man, raising those black children, hey, I need to sit down and talk to them about these issues. If not at the very least, talk to them about the issues they may be having to deal with with the police. Yeah. So if you never talk to your children about race, that means you never talk to your children about what they have to run through, how, what they what they as black people so you have to them. go through in this country dealing with the police. You failed as a parent. Yeah, you leave bottom them equipped. You didn't you didn't have that conversation with them. Yeah, you failed as a parent. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how many times you taking them to Haiti to to help <laughs> some poor kids. I mean, take care how many times you 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 help to make donations to church or any of that BS. All that shit is to help you deal with your own personal fucking guilt. Ooh. There's pe- there's plenty of poor white children in America you could have taken care of. Ooh. There's poor white children you could have taken care of over in other parts of the world. But no, Ooh. you wanted to go to, to to create another example of them. Look, we're gonna go take care of some poor black people because that's what black people are. They're poor. They're poor. You're lucky. You got a white mom here taking care of you, raising you, putting you on to game. You're not like the rest of them. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> you didn't know, and it's ridiculous. Even the, like even this whole this whole term that we're using, I used it a couple of times, but but as I'm using, I'm like, no, that's bullshit. That whole ally thing, like, no, 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 no. Fuck all that shit. Fuck the pats on the backs. Call it for what it actually is. You, in order to compensate. Raising a black child brought in other black children into your white household. And she was a teacher as well. Taught at the schools where where, where mm-hmm. her kids went to as well. You know, like you, you, you have, you may have met well, which is fine in terms of your meaning, but in terms of your actions and how it ended up, obviously you didn't do a good job. 
obviously did not do a good job raising another black man when that same black man can sit down right next to a white man choking out another black man right next to him. You can raise a son who can stop that, then you have no business raising children, period. Straight up. Straight up. I don't want to hear any, any more of these narratives. Oh, she tried. Eh, eh, I'm not really buying it. I'm not really buying it. I'm not really buying it. A, a lot of those, those actions, that behavior, that comes from a place of guilt. Straight up. Taking your kids to fucking Haiti. There's, there's poor white kids all over the world. Why you care so much about poor black children for? Yeah. Why Why are they the emphasis? You, you know, needed it goes to back to that. You, you like, 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 like the big thing I'm trying to get to is like that whole white savior complex. Yeah. That we're talking about here. Yeah. You know, like we don't need your help to survive and thrive in this environment. We just need you to get the fuck get out, out of the way. way. Stop the impeding way. us. Yeah. We don't need a hand. You don't need a, y'all need a pat a back. I don't need a pat on the back from you. I don't need any additional support. All I need to for you to do is to step aside and allow me to do my own thing. That's it. But they can't fucking stand it, man. No. You gotta interject. No. Uh, we gotta put in our two cents. And that's what and that's where honestly, like, you know, like hmm. fuck leave that conversation. Like when it comes into like white people interjecting into our into our shit. Like we like we cannot we're not gonna be allowed to this is what all this is about. You know what I mean? Like to go to bring this shit all full circle, like this is what this entire Black Lives Matter movement about is about. It's all about us being able to just fucking exist. Yeah. Without you getting in the way, without racism getting in our way. The main thing is getting racism in the institutions that 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 the institutions of white white supremacy out of the way. And until we get that out of the way, we can never flourish. We can, we can't. People, I hear people talk all the time. Like, I hear people talk all the time about, you know what we need to do, man? We just need to, and and, and which I do encourage buying black. Mm-hmm. I do encourage buying black. Of course I do. Um, but when, but when we start talking, like, we need to just all fucking move to the same place and build our businesses there and you know what I mean? And, and support each other and all this other shit. And I'm like, Oh, yo, all, and, and like create like some fucking black utopia, a Wakanda, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Although that the idea of that is fantastic, but in practice, until we dismantle white supremacy, we will never be safe. We will never be able to, because what this utopia you want to build this shit on is soiled ground. It's soiled ground. Everything that you, that, that you've thought of, we've, I believe, believe me, we've tried it. We tried to create some, we created black wall street, what they do, burn it down. Oh, fuck that. You know what we need to do? We need to fuck this. We can just pick up and go back to Africa. You ever heard of Marcus Garvey? Mm. You ever heard of Liberia? Mm. The Back to Africa movement? Mm. Like, no, we need to fucking get our guns together and fucking start carrying guns. And, and this is just like them. Did, you ever heard of the Black Panthers? Mm-hmm. You ever heard of Hugh Newton? Mm-hmm. You ever heard? Like, 
We cannot try to leap over this shit like it doesn't exist. We can't. We will not be able to succeed. They won't let us because we'll, we'll all move to Georgia. <laughs> we'll all move to Georgia. But in, in, in what, move to Georgia and then, and then start and then start like, oh, we're, we're giving out, we're creating our own banks. We're giving out loans to black people. We're giving out just to blacks and people of color. My nigga, what does do that they, sound like? What are you going to do when they come and burn that shit down to What Like, what, what is that? That's segregation. Segregation. <laughs> That's us being, ra- like, so are you not going to give out loans to white white people and mm-hmm. people not of color? Are you not going to allow people, bl- bl- white people to live in your neighborhoods? That's, a- are you, that, that's what I, that's my point. It's like, yo, <laughs> you don't understand. When we pass these laws, they go both ways. They go both ways. Mm-hmm. We can't create that without breaking constitutional law. You know what I mean? We can, we cannot do that. So we can do it organically. But the only way that we can do that organically is by dismantling white supremacy first. Segreg- segregating ourselves won't work. Mm-hmm. Because I can hear the news stories now. You see in that black utopia they created over in, over in Georgia... They're fucking sacrificing dogs over there. Mm-hmm. They're doing this. They do any fucking Michael Vickers Lee in the dog fight. Yeah, like they do dog fights. They do anything to send in the National Guard. Yeah, man. Well, well, like we cannot out. We can't capitalism our way out of this shit. Mm-hmm. It's impossible because we're doing it on their land. We know how could we're Haitian, man? Where we come from? How could we possibly think that we we know too much of of our own history to know of what it looks like when we win? Hmm. What it looks like when there's sore we win, but there's sore losers around. Yep. Yep. And how they'll make you pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To this day. To this day. You know what I mean? So it's like. And so I, I, I commend y'all for buying black and us talking about supporting each other and all this other shit. But we have to knock down this wall first. If we do not knock down this wall, we will never be safe. Like I said in a couple of po- podcasts ago, like, dog, we're on Wampanoag land right the fuck now. This land that you want to create this utopia on doesn't even belong to us. I mean, it don't even belong to them. They stole that shit, and what we want to create some shit on what they stole? America's a trip, man. Until America pays for the sins of slavery, we as black people, we will never be safe. We'll never be safe. Y'all can talk all that good shit. You can't out capital <laughs> capitalism your way out of this shit, bro. And stay here. More billionaires, more. No, that's not the way this shit is going to go. Because for every one billionaire they, we have, they have a fucking 50. Like. And as far as they're concerned, that one billionaire is still a nigga. Still a nigga. I mean, let's keep it 100 here. There's five of them niggas. Let's, let's, like, let's there's it. five. There's five or, or five or six fucking black billionaires in the, in the United Let, States right now. It. Hold on. There's five or six. I'm, I'm flowing right now. I'm yeah. sorry. There's five or six black billionaires yeah. in, the, in the fucking, in, in, the, in, in the United States right now. Yeah. 
four, I think four of them are in entertainment. There's Michael Jordan, Oprah Winfrey, Jay-Z, and Kanye West. Four, and the two, there's two other, two other men. Bob Johnson? I don't think he's, he's not in there. It's two other, one, yeah. one, it's two dudes that, one, one dude is the dude that like, that donated um, all that money, donated all that money to, co- to his college, mm-hmm. shit like that. And there's another black dude. Um, I can't remember his name, but four out of the six. So that's a <laughs> in the history of the United States right now, there are four and all of them are recent billionaires. What I try to tell people and all six of them are probably recent. Cause they're all even the two black men are are they're not old old black men. Well, let's play this. So, o- so Oprah's the old money in the group. Kind of, she ain't the richest, but she's yeah. She's the um, old money, but she's the old yeah. yeah. So, um, what I try to tell them, what I try to tell y'all, black people that think y'all kind of fucking capitalism y'all way out of this shit, they will not let you make a billion until you make them a trillion. Hmm. Mm. They will not let you make a a million until you make them a billion. They will not let you make a million until and it goes on and on and on. And, and think you and have to the four out of the six billionaires, uh, black billionaires, are in entertainment. You need to fucking dance for me. Dance for me. I talk, I brought up the whole, I brought up in conversation the whole, the whole Kanye shit, right? And, um, about the whole, like, the how, the whole houseway rant, right? Mm-hmm. And how that's what everyone left that houseway went, that whole, that whole interview with, the houseway shit. Mm-hmm. But do y'all the pay gems. attention to what he was talking the about? gems that got dropped in that interview, man. The whole, the whole, why don't you do it on your, why don't you do it yourself? Like, fam, like... <laughs> You have not been doing the education. You want me to fucking make, you don't, you, for what I want to create, I want the finest of linens. Mm -hmm. I want the real shit. I want the shit that they, that fucking Gucci's using, Dior's using, Chanel's using. But they won't let me in. Mm -hmm. You want me to just keep making screen printed t-shirts? Here, nigga, you a rapper. Make these fucking t-shirts right here. Streetwear. Stick to that. You can't make more. Kanye made signed that deal with Adidas, Adidas five years ago. Five years ago, and he has to get and that's and he became a billionaire worth one point three billion dollars five years later, right? Five years later, through having to give a lot to Adidas. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what Kanye would have been worth if he actually got the full backing? That he was that he was fucking fighting for. 1.3 billion. That nigga would have been worth 10, 20. But there's glass ceilings here, bro. We can't let you know, nigga. Cause you we gotta you we have to eat off you first. We gotta eat off you first, nigga. We ain't gonna let you just out here fucking let you have let you have this meeting with that person, let you source this material, that material, get this type of no, nigga. The only way you can eat is through us, is off our plate. You don't get your own plate. The thing that's so fucked up about that though is that within the culture of that game, Kanye played in terms of to make it to where he made it. That's 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 the game for everybody, black, white, or indifferent, right? You they have to eat off you first before they let you eat. But the issue is, is 
when you're black, they can eat off of you longer. Forever. 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 Like, like, like Kanye West, let, let, let's, let's kick the ballistics here, right? How fast did Beyonce make her first, let's say, $100 million as a solo artist, right, versus Lady Gaga? You know? And I love Gaga. I love Gaga. Her but music's what the fucking fuck, dope. But what the fuck does she know so about amazing. cameras? <laughs> <laughs> I love some of the Gaga songs. <laughs> Polaroid. Polaroid. Oh, Yo. Yeah, straight up, though. Even in something like that. Yeah, it's about the opportunities that you will get. Like, like. With our own personal lives, the the, the 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 businesses we've been a part of and the opportunities that we've gotten, we, I, I'll just speak for myself here. I know there are opportunities I've been denied because I was black, mm-hmm. because white friends of mine ended up getting those opportunities, even though they knew good and damn well I was better service for them, okay? Those are the examples I have in my life. And and for me to to, to struggle with that, and I'm just trying to leave a regular, ordinary life. Make, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be a thousandaire. I ain't even trying to yeah. be a million. I'm just trying to be a thousandaire consistently. <laughs> okay? Well, at, 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 the end of, at the end of the year, there's five zeros on that check. I'm Gucci. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. That's all I need. I, I'm content. Mm-hmm. All right? But if I was really out here trying to be on my... On, 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 on my... On my Axelrod shit out of billions, <laughs> you know, trying to make a ton of money and buy all this stuff. Like, and, that, and that's another part of this culture. It's like, as 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 a, as black men, you, particularly for, for black men, I know black women feel the same way as well. But I'm just speaking as a man right now because a man one is like, you have to be careful with how bright of how bright you shine, man. Yep. You can't because that that jealousy, those sore losers out there, yep. they can't handle losing. Nope. They can only see me smiling for so long. Nope. Nigga, you can smile for five minutes. Yep. But once you start smiling for five minutes and two seconds, we Grinning. got a fucking problem with that. Grinning Take nigga. that smile off your face. You've been smiling way too long. You shouldn't be that happy. We know you shouldn't be that Paul happy. Paul Mooney told us, don't like me too much. They'll come and take me too. Straight up. Straight up. When you, you get really too like popular, you huh? black, they'll take you. You really like that nigga? Yeah, we're going to take him. Yeah. We're going to take him. That nigga's ours we're now. Take him. Remember OJ, right? Yeah, we tried giving it back to y'all, but y'all wanted to take him back. But, but, but we're going to do them the same way we did to OJ. Straight up! They took OJ, they gave, but they gave him back. Like, I know we got other topics that we're trying to get to, but like this this right here, like, yeah, this is really I mean, with we, it, though, because it's like these these issues, man, the, the, these topics, they're real. And they we have to talk together. about them. They all, they all fucking tie, tie together. together, man. How, Sway? How, Sway? You 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 here trying to talk to me like I'm not a black man like yeah. like you don't know what the you, fuck you, we gotta yeah, go through yeah you trying to talk to me like nigga I'm not like up here and I'm telling you they're not gonna let yo because you know what it is that 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 conversation with that that interview he had right that really didn't even hit me the way it really needed to hit me until about two three years later when I started to become more you know. Driven and wanted to have a certain level of success in my life. Yeah, right? entrepreneurial. Yeah, type you know. Of... And then you go in, and then and then I'm like, yeah, I know what he's talking about because I've sat in those rooms where it's like it's been very clear. It's been made very clear to me that yo, you're not gonna get this opportunity, you know. But this person is, and here's but here's the opportunity. Here's the opportunity we will give you. And for them, it is giving you an opportunity because they never given somebody who looks like who looks like you this opportunity before. 
So to them, they're already they're already giving themselves a pat on the back. And look, we got a black guy here. We got a black woman here that we're that we're gonna help out and 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 basically get out of the fucking way so they can grow. Yeah. You know, which is all they're really doing when they're giving you a hands up. No, yeah. when you're black, they're not really giving you a hands up. They're like, all right, we'll, we'll step it out of the way. Well, we'll step out of the way and, and see, the see what you can do uninterrupted. Ain't that the Because truth. a real hand up is when they, is, is not when they say, okay, we'll give you permission to build this property. The real hand up is, hey, we'll give you permission to build this property and we're going to help you find the money. And we're going to help you source the materials. Excuse me? And we're going to help you find the labor so you can, have a, so you can do a good, smooth job. No. Okay. That's the real hand up. No. Versus the hand up you get when you're black is the hand up is we're gonna step out of the way. Yeah. We will none shall interfere. None shall interfere. It's yours. It is yours. <laughs> um yeah, man. I, hmm. I'm sorry for ranting. No, we don't have to apologize to them. We're um, feeding we're feeding everybody right now, man. They're, everybody's eating off of this. <laughs> No need for apologies here. Straight up, I really mean that. I'm not apologizing for nothing. They'll be all right. But yeah. It's a lot. Um, what what was left, man? Uh, like, so... The whole... We were going to talk about the whole Kanye, the whole Gap shit. Long story short, get out of it. I mean, we know how we feel about Kanye's... You know what I mean? We know... He's had a, you know what I mean? He's gone through some things and some shit that he's, the things that he's been on recently. Kanye, I love you. I'll never abandon you. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Fuck all these haters. Motherfuckers don't want to listen. Nah, you speak the truth out there, fam. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Yeah. They won't say it, I will. I don't give a fuck. I've always been on the Kanye West bandwagon. Never thought once about hopping off. I've joked about hopping off when the whole Trump shit started, but I wasn't serious. Because <laughs> I knew he wasn't serious. So, I mean, but I digress. Yeah, it's just one of those things. To I don't, a certain extent. I don't look to, to I don't look, I never looked to, to Kanye for political opinions. Now to Ja Rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never looked to Kanye for political opinions. So, exactly. So, exactly. but like Kanye has inspired me, but not inspired me politically. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I always owe that to him. So I'm never going to like be on some like, I hate Kanye shit, yeah. but I'm also never going to be on some Kanye. Don't be fucking wildin'. Yeah. Um, which he clearly do be fucking wild. Oh, he definitely be wild. Um, so, but long story. So he signed that deal with, with, with gap. It's a 10 year, it's a 10 year deal with gap. And a lot of people at the end of the day, it's like, if you don't like a lot of like people like shocked by the whole gap thing. And I'm like, no, the gap shit makes the most sense. Really like, does. like, what do you like? Like, what do you want him to sign with some fashion house and some shit to distribute the clothing or some of this so he can get fucking a 10% royalty on the. F no, it's all about control. It's all about creative control and actually control of the fucking money. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, the type of money you make off of clothing versus footwear, if he was able to be worth be worth 1.3 billion off the de the royalty deal that he gets from Adidas you dog y'all got to be ready for what those numbers look like with apparel mm -hmm. like it's going to be insane um so when you have a, a company like like Gap who divorce can while you can Kanye <laughs> you're gonna get more than half yeah cause this shit is about to blow yeah. it's the balloon is about divorce to divorce her now let her get half of that billy you got right now yeah, you're about to you're about to quadruple you gotta, up you, soon enough. yeah you gotta you gotta MJ it you gotta MJ it MJ MJ yep yo shout she out got to me at 600 million she got shot, half of that he, I was left with got three. him she, she shot got her him. shot she shot Straight. her shot and she nailed him yeah but you know what I mean she last shot at JJ she last shot at this nigga MJ but 
That shit, that Kobe. split, that, exactly. That split came right before the real bag was coming. You know what I mean? And my nigga, and MJ's right back up to like two point one Billy. Yo, to you throw, know what I mean? To, so to, to, to throw salt on the wound, do you think Juanita Jordan yelled out Kobe on the day when they, when they signed uh, the divorce paperwork? I, I hope she, <laughs> she did. She was right at MJ, Kobe nigga, Kobe game. You know what I mean? Mm. You ain't heard, you ain't seen her since. You, you know what I mean? She's, She's on you. resorts and islands. She see you. You know what I mean? She exactly. Be, uh, she done raised her children. She done stood by her man long enough. She, got she was her, like, where's she my got part in the last dance? Hey, man. She got for real. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm the real winner here. <laughs> he had to do all that shit, and I still, you know what I mean? <laughs> and we were worth the same when we walked out that courtroom, nigga. I didn't have to have to hit no fucking shots. Hit no free throws, no, no assists. Shots. I didn't have to push down my nigga Byron Russell. Nope. You know nope. what I mean? Nope. I didn't have to play for the Wizards. I didn't have to punch Steve Kerr in the face. You know what I mean? What's what's MJ's problem with punching white boys? By the way, that that was his reparations. Uh, That's all you guys reparations. There's no Republicans by Jordans too. Yeah, yo, we're wilding right now with the time. Yeah, we'll be we're out. wilding, and I feel like that kid that that motherfucking that um the memory card is about to thing because yeah yeah well, let's wrap it up then yeah so um last shit I was gonna that I was gonna bring. In not last thing, we were just gonna talk about you know the the NBA season starting up. They released the schedule. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you feel? Listen, I I know I sounded sort of wishy washy on this. Let me just state this again, just so we're clear. If the NBA and the NFL and all these sports come back, I will watch because I am a sheep, <laughs> just like the rest of you guys. I am a yes. sheep, yes, and I will consume. Yes, I need to be entertained. Yes, yes. However, as a human being and a nurse, I hope that these leagues do not come back. I think everybody should just sit out 2020, be like, yo, fuck it. We, we started the season. The season didn't get to get finished because of truly God stepping in. Word. So we're going to listen to God and fall back for the rest of the year. No championship. I'm sorry, LeBron. I'm sorry, Kawhi. I'm even sorry to the Celtics. I really thought we had a great chance of winning this year. You, you know how excited, just about the NBA, you know how excited we were about the NBA season this year, yeah. of how crazy the playoffs were going to be. We yep. thought this was going to be the best season. Yeah, and we, up until this point, no, this was like one of the yes. best seasons I've ever yes. had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, every night yeah. the games were good. Yeah. The way the, the way all the, the competition between all these rosters is like every team had a one-two punch this year. If you were a special team, you had that third punch and right. and or a bench there. Yeah, so we're both excited about about the NBA season this year and how things could have happened. But I'm in the boat, man, with everything that's going on. I don't believe in the whole and this goes back to my whole thing about human beings. Sometimes we want answers to things that there are no answers to. We want solutions where there is no real solution. I'm not buying this whole fucking bubble narrative shit. Oh, we're gonna, create, we're, we're gonna create a bubble and no one will be able to get in or out. That's what we're gonna keep us in. The strategy in and of itself is a good strategy in and of itself. I just don't believe that it's going to work. I think there's gonna be too many moving parts there. And the way that they're pe- they're, they're testing for coronavirus and, and, and with, w- with what our understanding of the disease process is, and that type of clientele, to make a long story short, when healthier people get it, they usually find it. They shake it off like it's just a flu, right, if anything. But then you have these super athletes who are getting it, and they're coming out fine showing zero symptoms. I have yet to hear about one professional athlete who's contracted the uh, the coronavirus and has been, like, bed-bound, you know. I, I'm, I could be wrong about that. I'm just saying I haven't. 
I haven't heard it yet. All I've heard is, yeah, they're testing positive. They tested positive, but they're showing zero symptoms. Of every story I've heard here, stateside in in, in the uh, in the uh, U- U.S. Uh, so I don't believe in this strategy of, of the bubble. I think the more responsible, the right thing to do is everybody to pack up fucking shop. It's going to suck for the rest of the year, but I think this is what truly gives us the best opportunity to come out of this. And then on top of that, their bubble is going to be in Florida, which is which is one of the, which which is for the foreseeable future, especially, I also feel is going to be the truest hot spot because they never even had a real shutdown. Yeah, you know, so the numbers we see now, that's only because they, they're able to get more testing done, you know. So I, I think the best thing for for all parties involved is, yeah, and I know it sucks, is no, we're not going to come back. The season is a wrap. Because here's what I'll say: What will we do if the season comes back and one of two things happens? Too many, too many people get sick, and then they then they have to cancel it altogether again, anyways. Or they do get to the point where it's the conference finals or the finals, and then one or two key players get sick, and then they have to sit them out. Right. And, well, not the key word: don't we get sick, but get diagnosed with 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 getting the uh, the um, the monster, no, the, COVID, <laughs> with, with uh, COVID or, or Corona. Like, what's the protocols there? Um, Is it going to be okay? You can't play for this series, or what, your your season's over, yeah, or yeah. what? You yeah. know. I yeah. mean, the idea of the bubble is like once you're in the bubble. Everybody should have, should have already been tested by then, right? Yeah, so, they will be. Yep. So getting sick while you're in the bubble should be, I guess, impossible, right? No, not impossible at all. Because once you're in the bubble, you're not supposed to have any contact with anybody outside of the bubble. The only time somebody would be having any form of contact is to like bring in like food or some shit like that. But even then, let, like, let me put it this way: it's it's because of the disease process of the coronavirus. So this idea that okay, if you put everybody in a bubble, they should be fine. No, because one day we're seeing where this virus can stay on surfaces for, for, for seven, nine, ten days, which is crazy in and of itself. And then another day we're hearing that the virus is airborne, so a bubble wouldn't matter. The next day we're hearing after that is, oh, it doesn't last for seven, ten days. You just got to make sure you watch so it. So you don't There's trust. Too many- so it's like you don't trust the science and you don't trust people to stay in the bubble. I don't trust people to stay in the bubble, and I don't trust the science specifically yeah. on this disease process because it's so new. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it's just yeah. Not, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not trying to refute. I'm but, just. I'm just but, saying. I'm just. But let me put it this yeah. way. Let's say this was a, this was actually the flu mm-hmm. that was truly doing this. Right, the flu came back harder and stronger. We got to shut everything down. Okay, I'll feel much more comfortable with the bubble concept there and everything because we know the flu, mm-hmm. we know how to treat it, we know we 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 can't be surprised. By anything. I mean, this essentially is just a, a stronger version of the flu, is it not? I mean, it has all the... That's one way to look at it, a much stronger version, yes. And we're not ready for that now, so I mean, I guess it'd be the same thing. Yeah. But another thing you said earlier, I guess I had more of a question. You you said that um you haven't heard of any, I guess, um, athletes or super athletes that um contracted the coronavirus and were like bedridden mm-hmm. for a while. I guess like, if that's the case then, then wouldn't the idea of the bubble potentially be Shouldn't that still be a good idea if an athlete does contract the coronavirus, that they have a, a much, I guess, less likely chance of sustaining any serious injury? Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I think it's a, on the surface, it is a good idea. Mm. I just think when it comes to the actual application, the results are not going to be what people are expecting. Beca- yeah. Because, like, the thing a part, of the, let me just say, a part, of the, part of the issue that a lot of people are having right now is 
like what I said earlier, like people expect an answer, but sometimes there isn't an answer there. Mm-hmm. You know, they want people like Dr. Fauci and all these doctors come up with a cure, come up with all this stuff like that. That isn't how this works. We need we need time. We need cooperation. We need just we need all these different things to work together for us to resolve this issue. Whereas I feel like everyone's just like quick to the fuck. It, let's just restart the season. Fuck. It, let's take off our mask and open up the stores back up again. Fuck it. Let's let's just just there's this rush to get back to normal mm-hmm. when we're still at the beginning of all this wildness that's taking place. We're not even through our first wave yet. You know, if people are already saying, well, we're going to reopen the economy, get back to normal, get back to normal. Like, no, no. If we if we truly want to get back to that normal, if we ever really can, we all got to fucking sit the fuck down. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. You're right. And it's hard, man. I, mean, I want basketball back. To, I want all these sports to come back. But I but but not at the expense of the shit that we got to risk at this point. Like it's one season here. One season. If we can sit through a lockout, if we can lose baseball for a year, if we can lose NFL, we can lose these when's sports the for lock- a year and just wrap it up. When's the last lockout we had to sit through and, and miss a whole season, nigga? We've never had a... Never. We, we never. Never. Don't make me have to go through... Don't make me have to go through that. Don't make me have to go through... Nah, I'm kidding. Uh, no, no. Uh, I'm just I'm just fucking with you. But no, I, I can't... I don't disagree with you at all. I don't... There's nothing that I disagree with. Um, I guess I'm just like, I don't, I don't blame the NBA for starting the season mm-hmm. only be on only on the premise of that these states were starting to open back up again. Yeah. By the end of July, a lot of these states are going to be in full rollback. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to me, what the NBA is doing is actually doing the opposite of what the rest of the country is. Mm. They're, they're quarantining, mm-hmm. but they're quarantining together with protocol, with more protocol than most states states and businesses yeah. are doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? When, when as Florida is opening back up, they're closing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And creating this bubble. And so that's why I'm down with the concept of doing it. You know what I mean? Um, because they do have what honestly, nigga, I'd want to be in the bubble because but you they, can't hoop though. Yeah, I can't hoop. You can't hoop though. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Um, I'd want to be in the bubble because they got doctors. They're taking all types of sanitary precautions. My family's there. The other players, their trainers. This, the everything that you could possibly need is gonna be in that bubble now. You know and. It's like one of those, um, it's like, um, yeah, it's just, all, everyone is going to be in that bubble. And, and I, I agree with the, I agree with the concept and the grander scheme, scheme of thing. My bit my criticism lies with the, how the country's handling this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's where my criticism lies. And I.e. how Donald Trump is handling right, this. Right. Exactly. How Donald Trump is handling this. So, um, so so with that said, uh, like I said, I'm, um, I'm excited for the season to start. Um, I, I mean, like I've I've washed my hands with control because, like, the one thing I've noticed, bro, like, I've driven around Boston since this shit ended. Not ended. I mean, since the bands ended and certain shit like that, and they opened the patios, and now as of Monday, they let people start to eat in. I was wrong. <laughs> I was 
dead mm. fucking wrong mm. about how I thought people were going to react post or I can't say post COVID because we're still going through it. But when they started to started to see numbers going down, mm-hmm. because I thought I thought people are ruled by fear more than anything. Mm-hmm. And what I've realized is they're not ruled by fear as much as they're ruled by any tiny inconvenience. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like while well, you sure it's not fear manifesting itself in a different way yeah d- yeah true okay. it could be fear as fear in a sense of like they they're so scared they like- just they just want things to go back to normal that they, they don't want to live pretend, like that yeah. they don't yeah. want to you know and i guess so it manifests you're right so i guess it's manifested in a different kind of fear mm-hmm. so that that they're pushing to get for things mm-hmm. to get back to normal yeah you know because they cannot fathom they're such fucking pussies you know what i mean that they cannot fathom life being a little being as inconvenient they as this for a little bit. Like Mr. we have generally hot girl summer. Yeah, like we've gone like past generations have gone through wars, have gone through drafts for wars and have like their grandparents and shit have gone through times where they legit had to hide under desks because the, the fear because of the red scare and they thought a nuclear weapon was going to blow up. So, you know what I mean? They had protocols. We can't even fucking wear masks, bro. <laughs> We That's can't even saying. wear masks. It's, 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 it's the whole God. the whole country is pussyfied, man. Oh. I can't keep this mask on. I can't breathe. Like, what? Again, they throwing, it goes back to your they're point. throwing tantrums in in Trader Joe's. They throwing tantrums in Trader Joe's. Uh, the most holiest of holies. It's nothing sacred. <laughs> it's nothing sacred. Not at a time. I too have felt the despair of of Trader Joe's running out of mango salsa. <laughs> But you don't see me fucking throwing tantrums. <laughs> I've had enough. It's an evil world we're living in. I seen another video right before this shit started with another fucking chick throwing. You saw the one throwing all her fucking groceries out the fucking out the that. out the cart. And I want y'all to pay attention <laughs> about the type of person that is allowed to throw tantrums like this unimpeded, mm. constantly. Mm. Constantly, with no fear of consequence. Her name rhymes with Aaron. Her name rhymes with Aaron. I would say her name, but that's since I'm a blood, I can't say that sound. <laughs> I'll just say Baron. Baron. <laughs> to all those Barons out there, I'm playing. Y'all need to check yourselves before you wreck yourselves out here in these the Barons. They need to beck themselves. <laughs> no, I'm playing. But no, like, it's interesting, <laughs> to say the least. But man, man, I'm done. We out. I'm done, man. Yo, uh, next time you'll see us, we'll have our Cam Newton jerseys ready. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. I mean, fuck y'all, nigga. The Pats are back, maybe. <laughs> Pats are back, baby. <laughs> fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> we out. Peace.